Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Thank you, Lord. Why don't we just close our eyes? Wherever you're standing, Holy Spirit is here right now. We just have an amazing opportunity, as we do every week, just to stand in the presence of God and to receive from Him this morning. No striving, no struggling, no earning. No fighting for, just receiving. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes to us from our Father in heaven. Just receive this and just breathe in afresh the Holy Spirit. If you're feeling weary, if you're feeling like you're running on fumes. Thank you, Lord. Just receive. So often we rush through a rush. Tick every box. Make sure we've done everything we meant to do. Sometimes the smartest thing to do is just still ourselves. Thank you, Lord. Father, we come here. We wait on you this morning. Your word says as we wait on you, we'll renew our strength. We'll rise on wings as eagles. Run and not grow weary. Walk and will not faint. We thank you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, this morning for a supernatural infilling of your Holy Spirit, your touch and favor and blessing upon every single person's life in this room, those that couldn't be here this morning. In your name, Jesus, in your mighty and wonderful name, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Your word says that if we lift high your name, that you will draw all men to yourself, that your heart is that none should perish. Father, we lift high the name of Jesus over this house, over Noosa, over the Sunshine Coast, over our houses, over our places of work. We lift high the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord, in our lives. Your name. And everybody said, Come on, can we put our hands together this morning? Thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit was poured out. The church started in a roar of fire and power in the upper room. And like Justin said earlier, when they were all together in one place and one accord, and the awesome thing is, Jesus came. And he said, I'm going, but I'm going to leave you a helper. You need help in life. You need to, to, to walk out the life that I've called you to. I need to empower you for that. And the awesome thing is in Acts, it says they waited. They did what they were told. And the Holy Spirit was given. The church was started. And we have the opportunity to live victorious because of it. Amen. God is so good. Faithful to his word. Can you just bring somebody this morning? Smile. Fist bump. High five. Man, before you guys grab your seats. And can we thank the team? You guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you. Mark, Michelle, Drew, Vicky, Justin. Absolutely amazing. Unreal. It is great to see all your beautiful smiling faces and thank you for observing the hopeful mark. Let that rose reserve for the Holy Spirit. You can sit there, it's fine. 
If anybody would ever like to sit in the front row, you're more than welcome to sit there. It's not reserved for the <coughs> upper elite or anything like that. We're all the same. It's all good. It is good to be in church. I've been away a little bit of late, but uh, I was in Cairns last week. And two weeks before that, I think we are in Melbourne. And then a few weeks before that, we were in Adelaide. But it is good to be here. Are you glad to be in church this morning? I'm glad to be in church on Pentecost Sunday. And this is who we are. We're spirit-powered people. And, and that, that's, as, as a church, as a, as a community of faith, we're reliant on the Holy Spirit. Uh, and I want to encourage you, don't do life without the Holy Spirit. Don't do life in your own strength. Let God touch you. Let God lead you. The Word said that His, His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. They're above our ways. They're above our thoughts, beyond anything we could imagine. And in Jeremiah, it says he's got plans and purposes for each of us. And, and we can walk in his ways. We can walk in these plans and, and see our lives blessed. So I just, I want to encourage us this morning to realign ourselves or recalibrate so that we're, we're in line with and we're facing the Holy Spirit. So that he can, he can smile upon us, he can, he can speak to us and he can lead us and guide us in life. I love what it says in 2 Timothy 1, starting verse 6. It says, Fan into flame the gift of the Spirit, which has been given to you through the laying on of hands. For God has not given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And I love this because it says, Fan into flame, that you've been given a gift. The Holy Spirit has been released. There's the seeds of the Spirit of God on the inside, but it says, Fan into flame. The thing is, the Spirit of God can lay dormant in our lives if we don't do anything with it. Yeah. And we've got a fire pit at home, and you know, to start the fire, I get some fire lighters, the Jiffy fire lighters, and some scrunched up newspaper, and a little bit of kindling, and set it up like a little teepee, and I, I set it on fire. And I have to let that go for a little while, and, and breathe on it a little bit, and fan it a little bit, and it starts to intensify. And it's not until then when it's intensified and there's some that I put the hardwood on the fire pit. But it's the same in our lives that, that there, there's, there's, we've, something started, something's bubbling away. It's been given as a gift, but, but I can fan this. I can, I can let this become a roaring fire in my life if, if I do something with it. And, and what I love what Michelle just did, we came back for that third song. And it's almost like she stilled herself and quieted herself. And I don't know about you, but I sense the Holy Spirit coming to her. And it's, it's like when you start to think on the Spirit, when you start to wait on the Spirit and, and talk about. I, this is probably one of my favorite things in life to, to preach about is the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit, which is a gift given to you. You don't have to do life on your own out of your own intellect or out of your own strength or, or what you've been taught and how you've been brought up. You can, you can do life with the Spirit of God. Yeah. And that's an amazing thing. So I want to encourage us as a church, if you do nothing else this week, fan into flame the gift of the Spirit which has been given to you. Not worked for, not earned, yeah. not fought for. It's a gift, a free gift whenever you need it. The Bible says that, that, that the Holy Spirit, Jesus, is like one that will stick closer than a brother, that we never walk through life alone. It feels like it at times. It feels like the valleys. It feels like that we'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but, but we're never alone. Yeah. He's always with us, for us, and that changes everything. Yeah, good. That's good. The, the title is Spirit Powered, but honestly, it could be that this changes everything. The moment we realize, 
I hope you've had a, this changes everything moment, an aha moment, uh, oh, now I get it moment. Yeah. And if you haven't, we're going to be praying afterwards because, you know, two weeks ago I was in Melbourne and I prayed for a guy and he'd been desiring to speak in tongues and be filled with the Spirit for eight years, like really wanting it. And he got filled with the Spirit and started speaking in tongues. The, the, the gifts of the Spirit and the Spirit is transferable, that we can lay hands. And that's what it says, fan into flame, the gift of the Spirit, which is being given to you through the laying on of hands. Wally's doing it every week. My dad's doing it every week. That, that we can pray for people and see the Spirit. When you don't have answers, the Spirit of God does. And, and again, this is who we are. We believe in the Holy Spirit. We believe in the infilling of the Holy Spirit and that we can live empowered lives. Amen? Amen. Amen. And uh, Jesus is all about relationship, not religion. Not about ticking those boxes. Not about, you know, doing everything we need to do on the run. about waiting on him and, and, and getting input from the Spirit for how we should do life. And, and I hope you have a moment like that today. In John 16, 7, it says this. Very truly, I tell you, it's good that I go away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. This is Jesus speaking. So Jesus has come, and I'll share about this. He's come and he's called people to him. We're all called as believers to Jesus. But he says, I'm here with you, but it's better that I go because I'm going to send, Justin said, help of the four, but the advocate. And I was there, what's, what's an advocate? And in verse 1 it says, a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause or policy. Another, or well, the full definition is one who champions, an upholder, a supporter, a backer, a promoter, a proponent, a spokesperson for, speaker for, campaigner for, fighter for, battler for, crusader for, missionary, reformer, pioneer, pleader, uh, apolog- uh, apostle, apologist, a person who puts a case on somebody else's behalf. That's who the Holy Spirit is for us. Now, now the devil is the great deceiver. He's the, he's the father of lies. He comes to intimidate. He comes to lie to. He comes to undermine our lives. But this is who the Holy Spirit is for us. Yeah. One who campaigns on our behalf. One who pleads our case for us. One who fights for us, battles for us, strengthens us, empowers us, carries us, and leads us through life. That's who the Holy Spirit is. That's the gift that you've been given. That's, that's the goodness of God being manifest in your life. He said, you don't have what you need to do the life I've called you to, so I'm going to send you what you need. And, and I, I was thinking about this. It's, it's just a little revelation I had that doing life without the Spirit is like having an unlimited bank account and never accessing it. I've got dreams and I've got desire and I want the house and I want the boat and I want to fly here and, I want to, and I've got an unlimited bank account and I never go to it. But that's, in essence, what the Holy Spirit, we have what we need to succeed in life. We've been given every single thing that we need to get over what we're facing. But so often we're living under what we're called to live over because we haven't engaged the Holy Spirit and said, have your way in my life. Do what only you can do in my life. Empower me for what I've been called to. Amen? Amen. I just think the Holy Spirit is Jesus without boundaries or limitations. And the, Jesus, the Holy Spirit is for all of us. There was one Jesus who walked the earth, perfect, blameless, sinless. The miracle, but he said, it's, it's better that I go away so that you can all carry my spirit upon your lives. I, I was thinking, that even yesterday, littlest thing, uh, our, our dishwasher blew up. And 
tripped all the power and Melissa rings me when I'm down at the beach. She said that it's just gone and we've tested everything and, and that's the thing that's tripping everything. And so I'm thinking, great, okay, I'll get on I'll get on my phone and I'll find a new dishwasher and I'll go and buy a new dishwasher this afternoon. Okay, that's gonna cost this much. But anyway, we have to do it. And I felt like, no, just slow down, Christian. And as I slow down, sitting in the sun, it's like, well, this isn't that urgent. And I felt like God spoke to me and said, bring your brother. So I rang my brother, whose best friend happens to be a white good supplier. So I rang him and said, does he have any dishwashers? You know, we're looking for this. And by the end of the day, I had a brand new dishwasher for free. Instead of rushing out and buying, I've got to get this and I've got to do it. It was literally like, just, Christian, just slow down for a minute. And as I did, I started to enjoy watching the surf and Zach's out surfing and I'm in the sunshine. And by the end of the day, it's like if we allow ourselves to be led, his ways are perfect. His ways are good. I, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future. And I, just wait on me. If you hear nothing else today, can I encourage you? Slow down. I'm speaking to me right now. Slow down. You don't have all the answers. You can't spill or spin all the plates. You can't juggle all the balls. You can't make every end meet. But God can. And as we wait on it, actually, Vincent and Jenny, I, this is weird. This morning I was praying, and I thought, you're about to enter into a season of peace. And that's, that was the start, the end of the, of the word that I got from you. Are just, just expect, just be anticipating, and just receive the peace that God has for you. You're entering into a season of peace, and it's needed at this moment. God bless you. I also, I, as I was praying, uh, I, I saw, do you remember when we were on fire about three years ago? Just the fires raging everywhere around it. We've been in floods, but, but just all along the, the east coast and houses were catching on fire and everything was on fire. I, I saw that in, in my mind's eye and I felt like God said there's a new release of the Holy Spirit. There's going to be a fire of the Holy Spirit released upon the Sunshine Coast. Get ready for what I'm about to do, which was exciting as well. So, fantastic. All right. In Acts 1, starting in verse 1, it says this, in, in my former book, Theophilus, I wrote all about Je what Jesus had begun to do and teach until the day he was taken to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing reproofs that he was uh, alive. He, he appeared to them over a period of 40 days, spoke to them of the kingdom of God, and on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father has promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it's not for you to know the, the times or dates the Father had set by his own authority, but... You don't need to know certain things, but I want to let you know something. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I'm going, but if you wait for me, you're going to receive power. The gift promised is Holy Spirit power. You don't have to live subject to your past. You don't have to live subject to trauma, to defeat, to guilt, to shame, to any other thing. The Bible says if anybody is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has gone, yeah. the new has come. The Holy Spirit enables us to live the new life. Yeah. So I want to encourage each of us here today to, to take a hold of Holy Spirit power and overcome and rise above and get beyond, push through those things that have limited you today. Yeah. 
Let's just draw a line in the sand and say it's Pentecost Sunday afresh. We're stepping over this line. We're accepting all that God has for us. Holy Spirit, flow towards my life. In, in Revelations, it talks about a river that flows from the throne room of God. Underneath the throne of God, there's a river pouring out. It's a river of life. It's a river of hope. It's a river of joy. It's a river of healing. It's a river of a new day that we can get swept up in. And actually, while we were, we were worshiping, I was thinking about a few times when I was young, when I went, uh, what do you call it? Whitewater rafting. Sorry. Snake? No. Whitewater rafting. Or it's sitting in a, in a tire tube, just in a river. Or even going to a theme park where you just jump in this, this round tube and you just, and, and God's like, that's what it's like doing life with me. That's an adventure and I carry you. And, 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 and I will take you where I want you to go. And I just want you to get that picture in your mind this morning, just, just jumping in that tie tube and just drifting down the river because God is good. Yeah. And he says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And I will lead you and guide you. And I will yeah. carry you and I will sustain you. And you can trust me. And sometimes you feel like you're out of control. There's, there's, but the funny thing is the water always finds its way. And there's a rock here and there's a cliff edge there, but the water comes and it cascades off it and you, and you find your way down through. The, if you stay in that tube, if you stay in that raft, can I encourage us this morning? Stay in the raft. Don't get out of the boat. Don't jump. Don't put your hands on the wheel. Let God, because God will. Acts 2.1 says this, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. Suddenly there was a sound that came from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues of fire and sat on each of them. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. There's a time and a moment. I believe every Sunday that we come to the house of God, that we come to connect group, that we go to a men's gathering, that there's an opportunity to come together in one place and one accord to be empowered afresh for, for the days ahead. And these have been draining days. The last few years, I don't know about you, I, I legitimately felt tired. I felt drained and and, and pressed and stressed and worn out, but the constant has always been God's faithfulness. Yeah. Yeah. The there is the thing that I've always sensed in the middle of it all, when I can't make sense of things or heads of tails of what's going on, God's always been there. And I, it's, the Bible says don't neglect the gathering together yeah. in fellowship. It's so important that we gather together to worship together, to, to be generous, be hearted and give together, to, to love Jesus together, because that's where life is truly found. But I was thinking about because, you know, the title of this changes everything. Can you imagine being one of Jesus' disciples and being in this upper room or, or walking the shores of Galilee or being on a boat during a storm and Jesus is quietly still? Because the, the crazy thing is, these guys have walked with Jesus. They've talked with Jesus. They, they'd seen the miracles that he'd done, the supernatural authority that he had. But before that, they were just men doing what they did. Some were fishermen, some were, you know, physicians, some were tent makers, but they were just, we're all just doing life when Jesus comes across our path. But the amazing thing is he called them. He says, I know you're doing what you're doing, but come follow me. And, and as we read in the Bible, they just stopped what they were doing and followed him. There was something about Jesus, there's this, this magnetizing aura, this, this, this the spirit. That, that drew people in. He says, I know you're doing your thing, but come follow me. And they left what they knew and, and just started an adventure. And, and along the adventure, they were changed and grown and developed and strengthened. And then he was gone. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what they thought in that moment. 
Did we miss it? Like, was he a fraud? Is this, is this real? He was with us and he called us and we saw all these things, but now he's gone. But the amazing thing is, and I don't know if you've ever felt like that. I felt like that. Are you serious? I've done all this for all this time and this is what I'm facing. Are you, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't have to wait long because he said, I'm going to die, but I'm going to rise again. Then I'm going to go and I'm going to release to you. It was only a three-day period that they had to wonder. And then he rose again victorious, taking captive death and sin forever. And I love that because we, we find our roots and our foundation for life in that. Jesus makes a statement and then fulfills the statement. He's not a man that he should lie, that he is God eternal. The Alpha and Omega, the beginning and there, the beginning of all things, the end of all things. And whatever God has said to you, he will do. Whatever he's promised will come to pass. It may take longer than you want it to, but it will come to pass. And you know, as I was saying, Jesus left, but it was good that he did. And if he didn't, we wouldn't have what we need to succeed and thrive in life, but we do. Mark 16 says, Later he appeared to the eleven. As they sat at the table, he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe uh, those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. These signs will follow those who believe. In my name I'll cast out demons. They'll speak in new tongues. They'll take up serpents if they drink serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no, by no means harm them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. The Holy Spirit is given to each of us to accompany the call of God for our lives. Because he says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, therefore go and make disciples, but don't do it in your own strength. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it in your own intellect. Wait for the Holy Spirit. I want you to go out and be salt and light, but don't do it in and of yourself. Do it spirit-powered. Do it spirit-filled. Do it waiting and relying on me. Go and believe, and if you believe, you will see what I will do through you. I love this. If you believe, these signs will follow that's not if you study really hard. That's not if you hocus pocus and, and what if you believe these signs will follow those who believe. I love it because it says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word remains. Yeah. That that you can believe this, you can stand on this. This can this can be the foundation for your life. Amen. I just want to look at a few things the Holy Spirit does for us. And like we were singing before, Ephesians 1.19, it says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. His incomparably great power for us who believe, the power that is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. Another version says the same power that God worked in Jesus Christ when he raised him from the dead is at work in you. The Holy Spirit is working in you and for you to flow through you. Yeah. That what God has called you to, you are empowered for. And, and I don't know about you, but that helps me. Because yeah. regularly in myself and in my upbringing, in my intellect and in my strength, <laughs> I fail. But he says, I, there is a power at work in you. It says, greater is he, John, one John, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And that's why I always say we should be the happiest people, we should be the freest people, we should be the, the most generous people because we, we are set free. That, that something has shifted and changed in our lives since we entered into Christ and got filled with the Holy Spirit. 
So that's the first thing. The Holy Spirit as it is at work in our lives. He lives in us. And I don't know about you, but when I first got saved, I'd been raised religious. And when I'd see Dad walking down the, the long, winding driveway, we could see the Tasman Road from our house, which was right down the back of the block, uh, holding a, a big statue under a pillow slip. We knew it was rosary night. We knew it was Friday night. We're having fish and chips, and we're doing the rosary. So I, w I was raised religious, and I knew about Jesus. I, I, I like Jesus. I heard, I heard the stories, and I like Jesus, but I only thought I could know about Jesus. But there was a moment when I realized that Jesus and the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of me, that, that I don't have to do life knowing about, I can do life connected to. That again, he's more interested in relationship than religion. And, and there, was, there was a moment where I realized that and everything shifted and I saw things differently and I prayed differently and I stepped out differently and I did things because I realized now I could, I'm backed. There's an advocate, there's somebody supporting me, there's somebody that's, that, that's propelling me forward and, I, and it's not me. So it's not just a good idea or it's not just a nice idea, it, it's a God idea. Yeah. And I, we, we can step out every day in God ideas. Wally was talking to me about having coffee with one of our members and, and praying for the end to get filled with the Spirit this week and they did. But because he's got a loud, booming voice, a, a young girl overheard their conversation and she walks and just sidles up next to Wally. And he goes, hello, and she says, oh, my name's Deidre. And she goes, I've been listening to what you've been saying. He's like, that's great. He goes, so, so have you asked Christ into your life? She goes, oh, I've always had Jesus with me. He said, no, I didn't say that. Have you asked Jesus Christ to be in your life, to be your Lord and Savior? And she said, oh, I'm not sure. And he said, well, if you're not sure, I, I doubt you have. Would you like to? It'll take you 30 seconds. So he led her to the Lord. He goes, now you can know that you know that you know that God is with you. And God is for you, living on the inside. And it took 30 seconds and a loud, booming voice. So you've got to work on your loud, booming voices. But, but that's, all, that's what it is. That's, that's salt and light. No, nothing more, nothing less. And he's done what God has called him to do. To some plant, others water, others reap the heart. So if we do what we're called to do in the moment, led by the Spirit, lives are changed eternally. Amen? The Holy Spirit brings boldness. In Acts 4.13, it says, when, the, when they saw the courage of Peter and John, they realized they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished, and they took note of these, that these men had been with Jesus. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as lions. I love this because it was noticed that they were unschooled, untrained men. You can rely on the Holy Spirit. But the, the Bible says if you open wide your mouth, the Holy Spirit will fill your mouth with the words to say. You know, when kings had, didn't know what to do, they'd say, Lord, give me, give me wisdom to lead your people. That, that we can wait and be bold because God is with us, backing our actions every step of the way. The Holy Spirit equals freedom. Walk free today. Walk in freedom. Walk in joy. Walk knowing that, that you are a victor, not a victim. In 2 Corinthians 3.17, it says, Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. If you position yourself with the Holy Spirit, if you're found in the spirit, the Bible says that uh, you know, if you put your mind on the things of the flesh, of the flesh you'll reap corruption. But if you put your mind on the things of the spirit, if you live from the spirit, if you live allowing the spirit to, to speak to you, to lead you, to go, you will, you will reap a harvest, an eternal harvest, that, that it's, you won't reap corruption. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. But when we live in the spirit, we find true life and freedom. Holy Spirit equals life. 
In Romans 8, starting in verse 10, it says, But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit of life give up life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies because of the spirit who lives in you. Our assurance is not just salvation, but eternity with God. That, that through the Spirit of God we have life and life eternal. And that excites me because the Bible says that our lives are but a vapor. Yeah. Here today and gone tomorrow, 70 years, 80 years, 90, whatever it is that we have, but our eternity is assured in Christ through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Let's, let's get excited about that. Let's, let's, let's rejoice about that. Let's get thankful for it because of that. Thessalonians says rejoice always. Pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. This, this is a good life, a tough life, a life with challenges, a life with, but it's the same for all of us. The difference is we have the Holy Spirit carrying us and sustaining us. It says, my grace will be sufficient. There is a grace upon our lives because of the Spirit that changes everything. Let's get excited about that fact. Amen. The Holy Spirit equals a new day. The, day. the disciples on the day of Pentecost, it was a brand new day. And, and the word says, behold, I do a new thing. God is doing a new thing in the earth today. Let's not look back to what's been. Let's not look back to what we've walked through over the last few years, even the last week, even the last hour. Let's look forward to what God calls us to. 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anybody, actually it starts with this, therefore, I love it when it, when it's therefore. So something's been said before that, that therefore. Yeah. Because of God, because of the cross, because of the Holy Spirit, because of the advocate, because of the one that fights on our behalf, because of the one that's for us, because of the one that places a hedge of protection, because of Jesus Christ, therefore, if anybody is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. The new is here. It's a new day. It's a good day. It's a God day. We can walk in the good day. Just accept that. And if by nature you're a negative person or a pessimistic person or a weighed down burden person, let, let's flip a switch today and say, I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe the word of God that today is a brand new day for my life. I'm going to believe that the Holy Spirit is in me working on my behalf. I'm going to believe that all things are working together for my good. I can't see it. You know, I'm challenged by what I'm facing right now, but God, you've said it. So I believe it. Amen. Amen. Can we give God a hand clap this morning? <laughs> For me, I was thinking it through, and living with the Holy Spirit is about hearing the voice of God personally. Yeah. That's, that's what it's about. Not just reading, not just singing, not just hearing, but hearing the voice of God. God wants to speak to you. Yeah. He wants to calm your anxieties. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, through communion, through connection, through talking to me, present your request to God, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Be anxious for nothing. Don't be anxious today. Don't be nervous. Don't be worried. You're, you're spirit empowered. You're connected forever. We're, we're focused on Jesus. We're Christ-centered. We're victors, not victims. Don't worry. 
Mark 1, it says, It's the beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. As as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare a way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin. The whole Judean countryside and all people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes one more powerful than me. The straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So there's one thing to have a religious action. I'm baptizing you. He's going to come and he's going to baptize you with the Spirit. And to be baptized means to be fully immersed, not just sprinkled, not just a cross made on you, to be fully immersed, which represents dying to self and rising alive in Christ. And I love that, that Jesus came to immerse you in the Holy Spirit. That changes everything. That, that one thing changes everything. 1 John 5, 4 says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And I know I'm repeating myself, but this is just scripture. The one who is in you is for you. The one that is in you is greater than anything that comes against you. You are, you are empowered to live victorious in life, to rise above. I, I say this scripture most weeks, Psalm 127, I lift my eyes to the hills to where my help comes from. My, your help this week comes from the Lord. Not your bank balance or your bank manager or your doctor or your psychiatrist or your friends. Your help comes from the Lord. Your help will always, the, the sustained life force that, that flows towards you comes from heaven. Just wait, stand under an open heaven and receive all that God has for you because the Holy Spirit is available to anyone who believes and wants to receive. Can I get Drew and Michelle perhaps, Mark? Um, and I love that. Because I can, I can reject. You can come to my house with a gift for me, and I can say thank you, but no thank you. I don't, I don't need that. I don't want that. I don't receive that. That's the same in our spirituality. We, and I, we've all had times at life we've said thank you, Lord. That's far enough. You can come ninety-five percent of the way in, but you know what? Right there, that's good. I'm comfortable with this. I got my personal space. I got my sphere. I don't. I like being by myself. I like. That's what I say. I like I like my time, and it's not selfish time. It's just thinking time, decompressing time. But they're they're my family. They have to be allowed to come. And Jesus is like, I've sent the Holy Spirit because we're family. You need to let Him come in. You need to let Him draw close. And the word says, "Draw near to God; He will draw near to you." But we're only ever as far away from. God and the Holy Spirit as we want to be. Because he's waiting to draw near. He's waiting to come close. He's, he's waiting to carry us through life. I shared it before, but I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. We need power, love, and a sound mind to accomplish the things of God to fulfill the call of God for our lives. And it's it's a big deal. Go into it, you will be my witnesses. The Spirit of God will come and go and be my witnesses in Judea, Jerusalem and Samaria to the ends of the earth. Go and make disciples. 
be salt and light. Let your light so shine. Isaiah says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you because he has anointed you. I, I want to remind us here this morning that we are anointed for good works. We are anointed to be a blessing in our community. We are anointed to rise above, to forgive quickly, to release offences, to, to freely give and freely give. And I just want to say thank you. You are magnificent people. Like Chris said, you are generous. Big heart and shine. But as a church, let's rise. In this hour, let's rise. Let's get all of these campers out to our community. We had 120 food apps. If you know anybody that's in need, let's get them on. If you know anybody that's struggling and needs clothes or needs blessing or need, just, just let us know so that we as a church can be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in our community. The Spirit was given so that we could live beyond self. So that we wouldn't live selfish, contained, minimal lives of, of me and mine and what I can get. No, let's just pour out to every person that we meet. Because this I know, God meets our needs as we step out in faith. And, and like I said before, that small story of a dishwasher. A dishwasher. But it wasn't, it wasn't the dishwasher. It was the, I, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ. He get I can and I will just walk with me, just trust me, just wait on me. And I, I'm more guilty than anyone. I, I, my head bounces in a thousand directions every minute. It's like, just, just slow down. You can't do it all yourself. You're nobody's son. And, and I know that. But, I like help. but the Holy Spirit magnifies our efforts in life. Let's stand to our feet. In 3 John 2 it says it's beloved I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers my prayer for us this morning is that you would be in health and prosper just as your soul prospers thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast for more life changing messages visit us online at c3noosa.org if you've been blessed by this message please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.